Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. This discussion is going to be on Alma chapter 14. This is the continuing story of Alma and Amulek. This uh, chapter is also to show us that not always will we be spared the trials and challenges. Oftentimes we have to go through them as opposed to going around them. So let's get started. Verse 1, And it came to pass, after he had made an end of speaking unto the people, many of them did believe on his words and began to repent and to search the scriptures. But the more part of them were desirous that they might destroy Alma and Amulek, for they were angry with Alma because of the plainness of his words unto Zeezrom. And they also said unto Amulek, had lied unto them, and had reviled against their law, and also against their lawyers and judges. And they were also angry. Why do we get angry when, when we are called to repentance? Uh, that's not a good way to be. And also they were angry with Alma and Amulek, and because that they, they had testified so plainly against their wickedness, they sought to put them away privily, with as little trouble as possible, in other words. But it came to pass that they did not, but they took them and bound them with strong cords and took them before the chief judge of the land. And the people went forth and witnessed against them, testifying that they had reviled against the law and their lawyers and judges of the land, and also of all the people that were in the land, and also testified that there was but one God, and that he should send his son among the people, but he should not save them. And many such things did the people testify against Alma and Amulek. Now this was done before the chief judge of the land. Alma's fear was that Nehor would prove their entire destruction. Alma clearly saw Nehor's religious ideas <clears throat> as so divisive that the social fabric would be irreparably torn. We see in Ammonihah <clears throat> a very clear demonstration that Alma's fears were well-founded. In Alma, the differences in ideas not only result in the persecution of Alma and Amulek, but of all those who believed the words of Alma and Amulek. Verse 6, And it came to pass that Zeezrom was astonished at the words which had been spoken. And he also knew concerning the blindness of the minds which he had caused among the people by his lying words, and his soul began to be harrowed up under a consciousness of his own guilt. Yea, he began to be encircled about by the pains of hell. Zeezrom is realizing that he caused the people's blindness of mind and hardness of heart. Uh, but because he's going through this, he's actually beginning the repentance process. And it came to pass that he began to cry unto the people, saying, Behold, I am guilty, and these men are spotless before God. And he began to plead for them from that time forth, but they reviled against him, or they reviled him, saying, Art thou also possessed with the devil? And they spit upon him and cast him out from among them, and also all those who believed in the words which had been spoken by Alma and Amulek, and they cast them out, and sent men to cast stones at them. Zeezrom lost his popularity pretty quickly, didn't he? Verse 8, And they brought their wives and children together, and whosoever believed or had been taught to believe in the word of God, they caused that they should be cast into the fire, and they also brought forth their records which contained the Holy Scriptures. This is one of the evidences in the Book of Mormon that many, if not most, of the believers had scriptural records. Though there may have been only one set of metal plates, such as the brass plates, Surely hundreds and thousands of other sets of records, copies less durable but more accessible, could be found among the descendants of Lehi. 
Continuing verse 8, And cast them into the fire also, that they might be burned and destroyed by fire. This terrible event was foretold by Abinadi, back in Mosiah chapter 17. God is not the author of evil, yet within limits and bounds he allows it to exist. This is done so that the righteous might merit the fullness of his glory, and that the wicked, the workers of evil, might in like fashion merit the fullness of his wrath. Suffering sanctifies the souls of the faithful. The inflicting of that suffering soils all that is decent and makes the perpetrator a fit companion to the devil, to merit as he has merited and to be rewarded as he will be rewarded. Mocking and scourging, bonds and imprisonment, flight and refuge, destitution and torment have been the common lot of saints in all ages. Yet that God who is not unmindful of the sparrow that falls has witnessed it all, he having provided some better things for them through their sufferings, for without sufferings they cannot be made perfect. That was from uh, Millet McConkie. Verse 9, And it came to pass that they took Alma and Amulek and carried them forth to the place of martyrdom, that they might witness the destruction of those who were consumed by fire. And when Amulek saw the pains of the women and children who were consuming in the fire, he also was pained. And he said unto Alma, How can we witness this awful scene? Therefore let us stretch forth our hands and exercise the power of God which is in us and save them from the flames. <clears throat> Why does God allow good, uh, bad things to happen to good people? Uh, Amulek here is showing great faith, though, that he knows that they could do this if, they, if the Lord just uh, wanted them to. Verse 11, But Alma said unto him, the spirit constraineth me that I must not stretch forth mine hand, for behold, the Lord receiveth them up unto himself in glory. And he doth suffer that they may do this thing, or that the people may do this thing unto them, according to the hardness of their hearts, that the judgments which he shall exercise upon them in his wrath may be just, and the blood of the innocent shall stand as a witness against them, yea, and cry mightily against them at the last day. President Kimball said, Now we find many people critical when a righteous person is killed, a young father or mother is taken from a family, or when violent death occurs. Some become bitter when oft-repeated prayers seem unanswered. Some lose faith and turn sour when solemn administrations by holy men seem to be ignored, and no restoration seems to come from repeated prayer circles. But if all the sick were healed, if all the righteous were protected and the wicked destroyed, the whole program of the Father would be annulled and the basic principle of the gospel, free agency or moral agency, would be ended. <clears throat> if pain and sorrow and total punishment immediately followed the doing of evil, no soul would repeat a misdeed. If joy and peace and rewards were instantaneously given the doer of good, there could be no evil. All would do good, and not because of the righteousness of the rightness of doing good, there would be no test of strength, no development of character, no growth of powers, no free agency, no controls. Should all prayers be immediately answered according to our selfish desires and our limited understanding, <clears throat> then there would be little or no suffering, sorrow, disappointment, or even death. And if these things were not, there would also be an absence of joy, success, resurrection, eternal life, and godhood. That was by President Kimball. <clears throat> Continuing, Marion D. Hanks said, The right question to ask is not why good people have trials, but how shall good people respond when they are tried? God does not deny us the experience we came here to have. He does not insulate us from tribulation or guarantee immunity from trouble. Much of the pain we suffer and inevitably imposed upon others is self-induced through our own bad judgment, through poor choices. But much that happens to us in this life we cannot control. We only respond. 
Verse 12, Now Amulek said unto Alma, Behold, perhaps they will burn us also. <clears throat> and Alma said, Be it according to the will of the Lord, like Abinadi, but behold, our work is not finished, therefore they burn us not. Now it came to pass that when the bodies of those who had been cast into the fire were consumed, and also the records which were cast in with them, the chief judge of the land came and stood before Alma and Amulek as they were bound, and he smote them with his hand upon their cheeks. And said unto them, <clears throat> After what ye have seen, will ye preach again unto this people, that they shall be cast into a lake of fire and brimstone? Behold, ye see that ye had not power to save those who had been cast into the fire, neither has God saved them, because they were of, of thy faith. And the judge smote them again upon their cheeks, and asked, What say ye for yourselves? Now this judge was after the order and faith of Nehor, who slew Gideon. And it came to pass that Alma and Amulek answered him nothing, and he smote them again and delivered them to the officers to be cast into prison. And when they had been cast into prison three days, there came many lawyers and judges and priests and teachers who were of the profession of Nehor, and they came in unto the prison to see them. And they questioned them about many words, but they answered them nothing. And it came to pass that the judge stood before them and said, Why do ye not answer the words of this people? Know ye not that I have power to deliver you up unto the flames? And he commanded them to speak, but they answered nothing. This was a severe test. Why is no answer the best answer? <clears throat> Verse 20, And it came to pass that they departed and went their ways, but, they, but came again on the morrow. And the judge also smote them again on their cheeks, and many came forth also and smote them, saying, Will ye stand again and judge this people and condemn our law? If ye have such great power, why do ye not deliver yourselves? And many such things did they say unto them, gnashing their teeth upon them and spitting upon them and saying, How shall we look when we are damned? Heber C. Kimball got a look at what the spirits of the damned looked like. He was attacked by evil spirits and later gave a vivid description of their appearance. He said, I was struck with great force by some invisible power and fell senseless to the floor. The first thing I recollected was being supported by elders Hyde and Richards who were praying for me. This was in England when the, uh, when the 12 apostles were sent to England on a mission. Elders Richard and Hyde had assisted me to get on the bed when a vision was opened to our minds and we could distinctly see the evil spirits who foamed and gnashed their teeth at us. We gazed upon them about an hour and a half by Willard's watch. We were not looking towards the window, but towards the wall. Space appeared before us, and we saw the devils coming in legions with their leaders who came with, within a few feet of us. They came towards us like armies rushing to battle. They appeared to be men of full stature, possessing every form and feature of men in the flesh who are angry and desperate. And I shall never forget the vindictive malignity depicted on their countenances as they looked me in the eye. We distinctly heard those spirits talk and express their wrath and hellish designs against us. However, the Lord delivered us from them and blessed us exceedingly that day. Again, that was by Heber C. Kimball. Verse 22, And many such things, yea, all manner of such things did they say unto them, and thus they did mock them for many days, and they did withhold food from them that they might hunger, and, and water that they might thirst, and they also did take from them their clothes that they were naked. And thus they were bound with strong cords and confined in prison. And it came to pass that after they had suffered for many days, <clears throat> and it was on the twelfth day in the tenth month, in the tenth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, that the chief judge over the land of Ammonihah and many of their teachers and their lawyers went in unto the prison where Alma and Amulek were bound with cords. And the chief judge stood before them and smote them again and said unto them, If ye have the power of God, deliver yourselves from these bands, and then we will believe. 
I think this is the last thing that they want to have happen. <clears throat> that the Lord will destroy this people according to your words. Of one thing we have perfect assurance. The last thing wanted by those who demand signs is signs. The last thing wanted by those who demand evidence is evidence. And that was by Millet McConkie. Verse 25, and it came to pass that they all went forth and smote them, saying the same words. We note with interest that the ju junior devils can but echo the words of their master. There is no evidence of freedom of thought among the legions of hell. Notice that they all say the same things. Again, that was by Millet McConkie. Continuing verse 25, even until the last, and when the last had spoken unto them, the power of God was upon Alma and Amulek, and they rose and stood upon their feet. Now they're going to get it. <clears throat> and Alma cried, saying, How long shall we suffer these great afflictions, O Lord? O Lord, give us strength according to our faith, which is in Christ, even unto deliverance. And they broke the cords with which they were bound. And when the people saw this, they began to flee, for the fear of destruction had come upon them. And it came to pass that so great was their fear that they fell to the earth. And they did not, did not obtain the outer door of the prison. And the earth shook mightily, and the walls of the prison were rent in twain. So that they fell to the earth and the chief judge and the lawyers and priests and teachers who smote upon Alma and Amulek were slain by the fall thereof. There was a rush and there was an earthquake. This is uh, Hugh Nibley. <clears throat> you notice that miracles are in the timing, not in the event. This was an this was earthquake. This was earthquake country. <clears throat> it's not surprising that there was an earthquake, but just at that moment <clears throat> was when it was helpful. They all made a rush for the gate. So naturally they crowded the exit. They jammed the exit. Nobody could get out. The gate collapsed and they were all killed there. The only safe people were Alma and Amulek who stayed behind. The people tried to get as far from them as they could. Verse 28, And Alma and Amulek came forth out of the prison, and they were not hurt, for the Lord had granted unto them power according to their faith, which was in Christ. And they straightway came forth out of the prison, and they were loosed from their bands. And the prison had fallen to the earth, and every soul within the walls thereof, save it were Alma and Amulek, was slain. <clears throat> and they straightway came forth into the city. Now the people, having heard a great noise, came running together by multitudes to know the cause of it. And when they saw Alma and Amulek coming forth out of the prison, and the walls thereof had fallen to the earth, they were struck with great fear, and fled from the presence of Alma and Amulek, even as a goat fleeth with her young from two lions. And thus they did flee from the presence of Alma and Amulek. You can see that uh, these people are cowards. They were willing to beat up, to beat up Alma and Amulek as long as they were um, in prison or in or in cords bound with cords but now now they're fleeing from them um, because they see that the people that were persecuting them are, are all dead i bear testimony of the truth of these things and that this is translated material in the name of jesus christ amen